Thanks for tuning in to Andrea in the Morning. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and following. I hope you've liked our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash sugar-free coach, as well as on Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at sugar-free coach. I will follow back and reciprocate. I always do. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach, joining you for another episode of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle, Andrea in the Morning. Today is Community Day, and this week we're talking about fear. So what does fear have to do with community? Well, for some of you, that is a very obvious answer. But we're going to get into it and we're going to explain it. We're going to explain how you can improve your community, your business, and your lifestyle by not being a slave to fear this week. Oh, it's an extensive topic and we can go all sorts of directions. But we're going to stay focused on some very specific areas. Today we'll be talking about community and how fear affects and destroys communities. On Wednesday we'll be discussing business and how fear can affect and sabotage a business. And then, of course, on Friday, we'll be discussing your lifestyle and how uh, fear can certainly sabotage a lifestyle and, and keep you from living your best life and from really living a well life. Fear causes all types of issues in an individual, but certainly that can trickle over into a business and definitely into an entire community. You can see lots of things going on in the world as a direct result of fear, how fear tactics are used, and what we call fear-mongering. So we are definitely going to get deep into this, um, and we'll share some tips and some ideas on how you can be uh, free from fear. Certainly we all have fears and fear comes upon us, but how can you battle it? How can you overcome fear and not let it drive you and drive your actions and uh, determine and affect how you treat others? So thank you again Thank you again for joining me. Again, this is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach. Today we're talking about community and we are talking about being free from fear. I haven't decided on a title for these uh, for this series yet, so if you have any ideas, go ahead and send them to me. Um, right now, I think I'm going to go with um, being free from fear, so we're going to get into it here in just a moment. Welcome back, and thank you again for joining me for another episode of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle, Andrea in the Morning. Today, we're talking about overcoming fear in your community boy that's a tall order but we're going to get into it there's so many different areas that fear can affect and really destroy uh, a community um, people cannot coexist while exercising their fear on one another uh, we are going to share with you some steps tips, things that you can do to kick fear out of your relationships, 
out of your community organizations, out of your strategies, and out of your um, management, if you will. Um, first of all, let's talk about fear as a tactic. Let's get that out of the way because, you know, I, I have a hard time talking about the weather. I have a hard time talking about, you know, random stuff when I know what the real issue is. And, and we talked about this um, on the last series uh, when we talked about integrity. And so obviously we're going to carry that forward. But you cannot get to the root of an issue if you're not really willing to deal with the root of the issue. You're basically putting band-aids and trappings and covering things up. And in, a, in an age where natural hair and, and being um, alternative healing and being a, a naturalist and all these types of things are, are like so trendy and big, you know, why not... Um, with our being and with our living. So let's talk about fear as a tactic. First of all, it's wrong. Let me just say that. Um, coming from someone who studied marketing, has a marketing degree, if you don't know this already, if you're not familiar with marketing, if you're not familiar with old school marketing and didn't actually go to school for it, maybe you took an online course or you've been following some of the quote gurus and marketing experts, you might not even realize that Fear is an actual marketing tactic. Fear of failure, fear of missing out. Oh, FOMO, there's even a hashtag for it. People use it jokingly now. There's even a bitmoji. And that's all fun and well if you say it yourself and it's a joke. But if you're actually talking about it as a tactic to get people to do things, I would have to ask you to cease and desist. Um, you are playing on people's fear. You are planting seeds of destruction um you're, you're you know focusing on people's pain points in the sales environment in the sales industries um it's one thing for you to come to me and solicit me for my services and as a good coach or as a good salesperson even my job is to listen to you listen to what questions you have listen to what you're asking for if you're asking for something we don't sell, then my job is to send you the best place to get it. If you're asking for something that we do sell and you give me a list of reasons of why you need those things, why you are missing those things, my job is to sell you those things. And when you have second thoughts, of course, focus on the pain points. That is a sales tactic. Remind you that you said the reason you need this thing is because X, Y, Z. That's just giving you what you asked for. But when I bring up or promote or advertise or create a video, when I create fear in your mind, that's just wrong and it's deceptive. And sometimes when I look at commercials, it makes me not want to use certain products just because they were willing to resort to certain tactics to sell their product. Now... Clearly, major corporations could care less. Um, their marketing departments get paid a lot of money, and they get paid to get results. So they probably pull out all the stops. Um, I imagine if you're a company that operates with integrity and your standards and your values and vision are focused on integrity, you probably don't allow your marketing department to do that. But certainly on a small scale, as a small business owner, as a community leader, and as an individual you have the option to hear this message and to receive this message and to not base your practices and your tactics on fear. Uh, sad to say, 
one of the largest places or largest areas that this takes place is in a community environment um, with religious institutions, with organizations and clubs, nonprofits, um, with um, advocate organizations and in politics. One of the largest um, or one of the biggest tactics that is used is fear. Um, trying to stir people up to be fearful so that they will take action in the direction that you want them to. That That's just wrong. So um, I'm going to be more specific now. And please excuse me, I forgot to turn my notifications off. So forgive the, forgive the uh, notification that popped up. I have turned them down now. Um, I want to talk specifically about religion and politics. Um, sadly, two areas that really should have nothing to do with each other because we live in a country that is all about separation of church and state. However, for some reason, they mash together a lot, but not in the right way. Um, let's talk religion first. God is love. I don't care what your religion is. God is love. So love and fear are opposites. Hate is not the opposite of fear. I mean, excuse me, hate is not the opposite of love. The opposite of love is fear. Everything that people do that seems like it's based in hate is actually based in fear. So why would a religious institution or organization be pulling out fear tactics if they're serving God when God is love? It makes no sense. And it's a contradiction. And that these are things that might want might make you want to rethink the the church that you're a part of. Um, I never quite understood why um, in certain churches, well, specifically in Southern Baptist churches, you know, hellfire and brimstone, everybody's going to hell. However, if you have a question, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to question God. That's a contradiction. It's an oxymoron. You know, you can't plant fear and doubt in someone's mind, but then not address it when they have questions about it. Um, give people credit for being thinking beings and for having questions and other ideas and situations come up, certainly in modern day times where we have more information available than we used to. You know, there are people who are wondering even if the, if the earth is round or flat anymore. So there's all types of information and it's not just all ooh, spooky witchcraft and, you know, oh, just things people shouldn't be listening to. This is science, fact-based fact information that has people confused. And if you have people in your church that have questions and you're not really willing to answer them, then you might want to check your own faith. You should be able to answer them in love and not using fear just to avoid having to answer certain questions. As far as politics goes, you know, that's just a boiling pot of hot mess that I just choose to not dabble in because unfortunately a lot of the people just lack integrity and they're willing to do whatever um, just to be seen, get promoted, be popular, get elected, promote whatever agenda it is that they're promoting. And that goes for all sides. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or independent. I have seen all people across all sides pull out horrible tactics and say horrible things that are untrue in the name of promoting their agenda. Um, it's wrong and we need to stop. And uh, we're going to get more into this here shortly. We're talking about overcoming fear in your community and how we can do this. Certainly, you know, if you're not a community leader, you may feel like your hands are tied and you're not in control of that. But 
as an individual, you can do your part. You cannot repeat certain things and go around and retweet things that, that are ridiculous and make no sense. And, you know, judging people on the Internet and calling them stupid if they don't just buy into whatever fear tactic, tactics are, are being used. People have their own thinking minds and you should be able to have a logical discussion with someone without getting angry and without hurling insults and using hate language um, to, to get someone to think the way you think. And newsflash, it doesn't work. But all of that stems from fear. Don't, do not operate in fear. The, the sky is not falling, chicken little. And so you don't have to run around hollering the sky is falling and everybody's going to hell and, oh, the whole country is going to be destroyed. And all of these things just because people don't believe the way that you believe. It's time out for that. And if nobody else told you, the Sugar Free Coach is here to tell you. We're going to talk more about it here in just a moment. Welcome back and thank you for listening. Again, this is Andrea Raquel, the Sugar-Free Coach, and you're listening to Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle. Andrea, in the morning, today we are talking about overcoming fear in your community. So before the break, we talked about um, a bit about religion and politics. Um, again, community is basically your family, your neighbors, uh, people that you interact with. Um, you can have a global community have a local community. Um, all of this, everything, the people around you are your community. Even in business, a business, a brick and mortar business, the community for your business is the people that you serve, um, your stakeholders, the people who come into your store, the people who are affected by your building. If you have a, a chemical plant and you're spilling chemicals into the local water. That's your community. You're destroying your community. So we're talking about your community. So if you haven't listened to the um, episodes on integrity, you can go back and do that. I'm not going to get into that too much, but it is certainly a prerequisite for this um, series because if you don't have integrity, then you really don't care about what, what we're talking about here today. Um, but we're assuming that you do. We're assuming that if you're listening to this, that you actually desire to do the right thing, to do right by others, to do right by your community, to set the example, to pay it forward and to be the change. And so we're sharing um, tips on how you can do that. Uh, we talked a little bit before the break, as I said, about uh, religious institutions and politics. So now let's talk about um, your neighbors and your family and your followers, if you will, or friends on the internet, the general conversations, conversations you may have at the water cooler while you're standing in line over family dinner, that's your community, right? So how can you overcome fear in your community, your personal community? Well, as I said before the break, running around crying, the sky is falling just because you're freaked out because people don't think the way you do. You feel like you're enlightened and you have some knowledge that other people are willing to or not willing to look at. Well, welcome to the party. You know, I've been doing this podcast and I'm appalled at the lack of numbers. This isn't a cry for attention. It's not me begging for more listeners because I know that what I'm saying is true and good. And I know that it's going to pick up traction and 
you know, hopefully before I'm dead and gone, <laughs> these words will be heard and people will realize that what I'm saying is good word. Um, but the fact that people that I know are unwilling to listen is a perfect example of what we're talking about. When you operate in your community and you're unwilling to participate in the fear mongering, it's not necessarily going to rub people the right way. Um, I'm not saying you should be like me. Everyone does not have the stamina to do what I do, but I was born to be who I am. And you have to be who it is that you're called to be. You have to be true to yourself. And my purpose, my vision, and what living sugar-free is all about is about telling the truth. Now, guess what? Sometimes telling the truth elicits fear. That has to do with conviction and guilt. If I tell you to move out of the way because there's a bus coming and you're going to get hit, that's not me fear-mongering. That is me warning you of something that I see coming. That's not the same thing as me uh, manipulatively using a fear tactic just to get you to do what I want you to do. And my standards or self-governance, if you will, is that if I do say something to you that elicits fear, chances are there's nothing in it for me at all. Normally, if someone has wronged me or if there's something that I wish someone would do differently to benefit me, I'm probably not going to make a big deal out of it because, again, I don't want to operate in that manner. Every person is free to choose and think the way that they think. Every person is free to make their own choices and every person's karma is their own. It's not up to me to manipulate you into doing right by me. If you're going to choose to do right by me, then you're going to do right by me. If you choose not to, then so be it. I'll be okay. I don't have to manipulate you into doing right by me. Not going to do it. So, you know, in, in these situations, you know, you may be having a conversation at the dinner table or around the water cooler. Mm, probably around the water cooler is not such a good idea because in the workplace, you even on break, you shouldn't really be talking about... Um, things that can turn into heated discussions. It's just not a good idea. I don't like when I go into a uh, corporate environment, I could be in a store or I'm trying to check out and the two people behind the counter are debating politics. That's just not a good look. Just don't do that. But, you know, there are situations and opportunities that come up, but the best thing that you can do is shut it down. Even if there's two people debating and you're on one side or the other, don't just join the conversation and jump on the side of the person you agree with. Shut it down and let those people know why they shouldn't be having the conversation they're having the way that they're having it. Everyone is free to have their own mind, gather their own information and choose to believe the way that they choose to believe. And beating somebody over the head just because they don't believe the way that you believe, that's prideful. It's narcissistic. And we need to stop doing it. Um, Create your own platform, create your own brand and put information out, share information with people if you feel like that's what you're called to do. But on a daily basis, if that's not your purpose and it's not your mission in life, why are you going around making it your business to force people into thinking the way that you think? It's not necessary. If you truly believe it, you believe it. That should be good enough for you. If someone asks you a question, great, certainly share what your truths are. But people who clearly don't agree with what your truths are, why 
go out of your way to jump into a debate with them only to call them stupid or tell them that they're going to hell or tell them that the country's going to be destroyed or whatever other foolishness. It's, it's folly. Okay. So, uh, you know, I know it's hard. You know, people get blindsided. I get blindsided all the time. You'll be minding your own business. You've made a decision that you're not going to have certain discussions and someone will trick you into a conversation, you know, but the more that we make it our mission and our purpose to operate in love and to not, not, participate and contribute to this fear mongering, the better we will get at it. I'm getting better at it. Um, I'm getting better at keeping my mouth shut (laughs) in the presence of ignorance. Um, We can all get better at it. So, um, you know, there are times where it's our job to speak up. You know, if you see something, say something has to do with bullying and abuse. Um, It doesn't have to do with just basic opinions. Okay. Reserve your energy. Um, pick and choose your battles and reserve your energy for things that really, really call for you to step in. If you don't waste a lot of time having frivolous conversations and debates, then you have a little bit more energy to step in and be the change when it's actually necessary and when you're really needed. Okay. Um, Sometimes people do it because they have nothing better to do. Sometimes people do it because they like getting a rise out of people. Some people actually like stirring up debates. So just be careful that you don't get caught up in that. Um, it's hard because everyone use fear, uses fear tactics. Oh, even at the hospital. How is it that the doctors can tell someone um, that they have two weeks to live and tell their family members to get to the hospital and get by their bedside because the person's not going to last much longer? And then you look up and the person's still alive a year later. That's ridiculous. That's, I don't know what their purpose is, but certainly that is fear mongering. Um, <sighs> Black Lives Matter and uh, women's rights. Both of those two issues are issues that affect me. I'm black and I'm a woman. However, <laughs> I challenge you to find a situation where you've ever caught me having a debate where I was beating somebody over the head about either one. Because my truth is my truth and my life is my life. And I've had to overcome whatever situations that I have dealt with. If you want to find out the details, you can certainly get my book, Living Sugar Free Revealed. But turning into a bitter individual that goes around beating other people over the head about these issues is not productive or fruitful. And you don't change people's minds by being angry. You change people's minds by showing them by being the change and showing them that they're wrong. That goes for everything. Um, So yes, we're talking about fear mongering and we're talking about using fear as a tactic and why we shouldn't do it. Um, And and we're gonna come back and talk some more about this after the break. Uh, We're gonna talk about what you can do to uh, be free from it because you know some people know not to do this. You know that it's not right to do that. However, you're still affected by it because you have other people doing it to you. I'm going to talk about how you can be free from fear and how you can not allow other people's fear tactics to um, sabotage you, sabotage your life. And it can happen on a daily basis. You can wake up one morning and set out to have a good day. And because someone else is using fear-mongering, fear tactics against you, now all of a sudden your whole day is thrown off. So we're going to talk about that here in just a moment. 
And we are back. Thank you so much again for joining me for another episode of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle. Andrea, in the morning, we are talking about overcoming fear in your community. And before the break, we talked about um, religious organizations and politics. We talked about your local and global community conversations with other humans. And now uh, we're going to get into how you as an individual in a community can overcome fear, even though it's coming at you from all directions. We've already talked about fear as a tactic. It is used um, strategically as a tactic, a marketing tactic by organizations and companies. But what do you do to overcome that so that you don't contribute to a community that's operating in fear? Um, Well, I already mentioned not repeating and not sharing things that you see. Sometimes we hit share before we know what we've done. We didn't even think about it. Maybe it comes from a trusted source or a friend of ours, or maybe we're just kind of sleep scrolling, if you will, in social media. I would ask you to be more mindful of what you put out into the world, but also to, um, you know, how to not be wrapped up into the fear-mongering that's taking place in your community so that you're not contributing to it. Um, Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you're talking about, you know, what's going on in the world and politics and, you know, sometimes, you know, we talk about, um, you know, the moon or aliens, if the world is flat and all these different types of things that, that, you know, you can watch documentaries and, you know, the history of America and all these things. A lot of truths are coming out that, people were unaware of. Um, And the person that you're talking to gets terrified. Um, You know, if you're dealing with people like that, probably don't get into those conversations because that person's fear can jump on you. Um, But also, too, you know, you don't really have an answer for them because you don't know where their fear stems from. What are they afraid of? You don't really know unless you ask them. And chances are, if you ask them, they're going to get offended. But how you can keep it from impacting you so that you are not part of the problem is by doing things in your own life um, that overcome fear. And we're going to talk more about this on Friday, but there are certain things that you can do to operate in love, not fear. You know, things like affirmations, meditation, making sure that you're reading the right content, um, prayer, um, You know, uh, John Maxwell says that he puts in what he expects to come out. Be careful. You know, fiction is good. You know, um, literature is good. I've never been big on reading fiction. I do every now and then. And there are some series that I really love. But be careful about always reading gossipy, uh, sensationalistic, drama-filled, fear-filled fiction. That's all you read. No wonder you're walking around operating in fear, thinking that everything is going to be horrible. Your relationships aren't going to work out. You're always reading stories about cheaters. Well, of course you think that your spouse is cheating, even if they're not. Or maybe you even attracted that. You know, you just have to be very careful um, what you allow to make up who it is that you want to be. Create a vision. Um, Creating a vision having a purpose is one of the biggest things that you can do towards operating 
um, in a fruitful manner, being successful and being the change in this world. If you have no vision and you have no conscious purpose, certainly you're going to run around being tossed to and fro with every wave and every scandal that comes up. You're going to repeat it and that's going to be the topic of your conversation because you don't have anything fruitful to talk about. So we're going to talk more about this on Friday. If you want to understand how to create a vision and how to kick fear out of your own life and how not to contribute to the fear that is rampant in your community, um, definitely join us on Friday for our Living Sugar-Free um, Lifestyle episode, um, Overcoming Fear in Your Life. Uh, we're going to talk more about that. But in your community, be mindful of what you're doing to contribute to the fear that is taking place. We have organizations that their whole purpose is to stir up fear in a community. I'm not going to name the organization. Everyone knows it now. But, um, you know, I'm my family is from Charlottesville, and that is one of the biggest um, cities kind of in the news right now. And if you don't know it, most people know by now that there was an outside organization that came in to stir up both sides. And, you know, there's a lot of that going on and we shouldn't be allowing it. We shouldn't be allowing some organization that has nothing to do with whatever our agenda is to stir us up to where we're willing to fight and, and, and act violence on the other side. That's how you get caught up into that. Um, check your anger. Check your anger. Check your anger. If you've never seen the Living Sugar-Free DIY Head Extraction, you can Google it, hashtag DIY Head Extraction. Everyone needs one on a regular basis. Everyone needs one often. Some people need it on a daily basis. You may need it on a daily basis until you get control of your fear, but check it out. Um, this is something that's very important. It's the only way that we're going to see change in our communities right now is if we choose to stop operating in fear, stop promoting fear, and stop being led by fear. Um, love is the only thing that can drive out hate. Fear cannot drive out hate. More hate cannot drive out hate. So if you want to overcome fear in your community, of course, it starts with you. Um, it starts with being the change. It starts with standing up, you know, when you have the opportunity to shut it down, shut it down. Walk away from it. Don't participate. And certainly don't repeat or promote things that are going to be uh, fear mongering. You know, be careful of what you allow to rub off on your children because your children are going to act on whatever you say. And now you're promoting fear in your children. And now your children are promoting fear um, on other people when you're not even around. So overcoming fear in your community, that's what we're talking about today. I know I dumped a lot on you. We're going to get more into this on Wednesday. We're talking about overcoming fear in your business. And then on Friday, we'll talk about overcoming fear in your life as the individual, what you can do. Um, if you have questions, please do send them to me. Um, if you disagree, send me that too. We'll talk about it. I'll try to get your questions on the air um, and definitely share this with someone who needs to hear it. I thank you so much for joining me. This is Andrea Raquel, the social entrepreneur and sugar-free coach, and you've been listening to another episode of Living Sugar-Free Lifestyle, Andrea in the Morning, overcoming fear in your community. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you from wherever you're listening in the world, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye.